Chapter 5. A Major Announcement, or Mick Steals the Bacon. I enter the Pompeii Cafe and notice that Alberto, the owner, is sitting in the corner laughing with a group of men. He seems to have been drinking for a while. Again, I notice a shortage of women in this bar too. Just like the restaurant on the first day. Only women from the Oasis community seem to be present. I've taken Glenda's advice to show up. Apparently a major announcement is nigh because the corner where my neighbours are sitting is all a buzz. I join my group and they're all discussing the fact that Mick has left and no one knows where he is. There is rumour that the local manager has reported that he's run off with everyone's money. My head is swimming. That can't be the whole story. Glenda enters in a usual sweep of an entrance. Ladies and gentlemen... I know you have been hearing rumours. Here her voice trails off as she notices Roxy, the pole-dancing Canadian. This is the first time she had laid eyes on her. She is relatively new to the oasis. Roxy is younger, trimmer with long, lustrous red hair. Glenda is visibly rankled. She gathers herself. You may have heard that Mick will be leaving the oasis organisation. Duffy the Welshman chimes in. Well, that's gilding the lily. I heard that he took our money. Glenda is losing control. Roxy stands up. Hello, everyone. I'm Roxy Foreman. Not a real name. Do not worry. I'm from this area and converse well with all the locals. I assure you that I can get to the bottom of this and will come forth with the full story as soon as possible. Glenda is visibly agitated and says, Now, that won't be necessary. We will regroup. I interject. Please, did Mick leave with the deposits? Glenda concedes. Yes, it is true. The Swedish DJ asks. What about the pool? One of the Danish chimed in. No tennis courts? Johnny Malone. No clubhouse? I see the future after this night. I finish the comments in my head this time. Clearly, construction will come to a grinding halt. Buildings will be left unfinished. No proper entrance. I'll be driving my shiny new black Mercedes under that train track and through the makeshift concrete bunker into the sand and up a slippery embankment to get to my place indefinitely now. So much for a gem of a development on the Ionian Sea. I am, no correction, we are all screwed. Roxy stands up. She is hell-bent on convincing the group that they need a representation of themselves to the local community. We're all so desperate, her option is looking pretty good to everyone. We're all invited back to Glenda's Terrace for more cocktails and to continue the conversation. Or in reality, drown our sorrows. In a daze and not even knowing how we all coordinated the move, we all wind up at Glenda's rooftop patio. In the days and feeling like I'm sliding down the rabbit hole, I hear Roxy chatting up her qualifications. This would be perfect, the reason being that her family were actually Calabrian, even though they moved to Canada years ago. That's why I'm fluent in the local Italian dialect. Half drunk, half in shock, and utterly up a creek, we nominate her to be our representative. What are we doing? The Irish couples convinced the group that they were mafia locally, but they were to be referred to as the elves in case they were overheard. The Welshman produces his guitar and breaks into song. Tom Jones again. A couple of the group actually seem to know the songs and with enough fuelled alcohol, 
Everyone joins them into full chorus. Glenda has fallen asleep, snoring on her sofa inside the house. I sit alone on the corner of the patio, listening to the Tom Jones tunes. I look out at the Ionian Sea and remember the night that Tom Jones actually hit on me at a party. The waves crash on the shore and the moonlight assures me that I'm strong enough to get through this. Little did I know that this was just the beginning. Mm -hmm.